R&D is a factor of life, and whether you like it or not, you're going to have to face it at some point. When you are chasing your passion, when you are living your passion, when you are chasing your dream, you, my friend, are going to deal with passion R&D, passion roadblocks and detours, and you better know what to do when you come up on them. So today we're going to break it down the five steps in dealing with passion, roadblocks, and detours. My friends, today is the day. The moment is now. The change begins. Why? Because you are here on the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast where we encourage you to live your passion. You get one chance, one shot at this life. And you can either be the person that says, I wish I had, or you can be the person that says, I am so glad I did. So join us as we dive in, we figure it out, we walk this walk together so that we can live our passion. All right, everyone, welcome to the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast. I am your host, Hal Califf, and like I said, today we are dealing with R&D roadblocks and detours and we're laying out five steps in how to deal with them five steps in how to deal with roadblocks and detours and let me just say that i am coming at this from a perspective of a person who is in one of these issues right now like currently we are dealing with uh, a roadblock a detour uh, a little bit of both and um so this is how we deal with them uh, so let's let's get right into this. I'm going to talk about step one. Now, step one is a very simple step stated, um, but it's important to know the story behind where this came from. So step one is a quote from a very inspirational person named Hal Elrod. And Hal Elrod developed a rule called the five-minute rule. And this is it. It says, when things don't go your way, you can feel bad about it, but for five minutes, if you can't change it, move on. Now that sounds really easy on paper, like seeing those words or hearing them. It sounds really simple. All right. I got five minutes, set the timer, go five minutes is over. All right, let's move on with life. It doesn't seem like it would be that easy when you put it into practice because five minutes sometimes seems like a relatively small amount of time if you're dealing with a major issue. And there are some major issues we will deal with, but I want you to understand where Hal Elrod came up with this and how he's applied it to his life. Because it's easy for people to say this, but unless you have experience to back it up, sometimes it just doesn't matter. So uh, when Hal was about... 20. Uh, he was with a company and he was, uh, he didn't start out successful, but he really pushed himself hard and he, and he became like one of the top salespeople. And if you want to, uh, read his story, there was a great article in, uh, success magazine, maybe, uh, 2015, I think circa 2015. And I'll put a link to it in the description and, and info on our, um, podcast page on our website, www.goneen18.com. That's www.gonein18.com. So, all right, let's move forward. Uh, 
driving home after receiving an award at about 70 miles an hour in his brand new Mustang. Uh, and this is this is coming from the article in Success Magazine. Elrod was hit on uh, hit head on by a drunk driver in a truck traveling 80 miles an hour in the wrong direction on the highway. The metal crumpled, the windshield shattered, the Mustang was thrown into oncoming traffic where a Saturn hit the vehicle again. Elrod's friend Caden had attended the event also, and it trailed by a few minutes on the highway. When he came upon the wreck, the Mustang was so smashed up, he says, I didn't recognize it at first. He quickly assessed the injuries of those involved. The guy in the Saturn was fined. Uh, Hal's girlfriend had a sprained wrist and the guy in the truck who caused the whole thing was fine but Hal was in terrible shape Elrod's car was cut in half and his body was pinned inside behind the steering wheel when rescue workers pulled the car's twisted frame away from his broken body they literally killed him the pressure from the wreckage was holding him together as soon as they removed it he bled out and died he was gone for six minutes before rescue workers brought him back to life. Over the next six days, the comatose Elrod had seven surgeries to repair 11 broken bones, a ruptured spleen, and severed nerves, during which time he flatlined twice more. When he finally regained consciousness, he couldn't walk, one arm curled back against his chest, the short-term memory was shot, and he had lost the ability to filter his comments for social acceptability. A pretty nurse would come in and Hal would say whatever came to his 20-year-old mind, Caden recalls. He was more comical than offensive, but still kind of shocking. This story goes on because this isn't the only thing that happened to him. But he has become a well-known speaker, um, and he uh, has developed a, a great um, following in teaching people that you can overcome things. And the five-minute rule is an integral part of his healing. Now, how do you apply it to your life? Well, it's very simple. We found out some very frustrating news this week in regards to our future plans, and uh, we have no control over the changes that have happened. So we're actually changing our whole course again and going back to our original plan, which was to travel the country for four years. Um, and without going into detail, it's just kind of a crappy situation. But when I sat down with my wife and my kids and we had this conversation about what had happened and why we had to make this change back to our original plan, which is a good plan and we liked, it was heartbreaking for everybody. But as we sat down and talked about it, I said, listen, you guys, you know, my, my rule that I follow is the five minute rule and we can be upset, but we need to move on because we can't change the situation. And so we did just that. We all sat down and we vented. We took our five minutes and we, we shared our frustrations and, and why it wasn't great and why this was, you know, messed up and all these things. But at the end of the day, we move on. We move on because what other choice do you have? I mean, you can sit on the ground and throw your hands down like a two-year-old screaming because mom won't buy you a candy bar in the grocery store. But what purpose does that serve you? How does that advance anything for you? It doesn't. So as those who want to be successful in chasing our passions and living our dreams, we don't 
linger in the down spots. We don't linger in the places that bring us down. We chase the places that lift us up. Okay, so we look at the positives, we find the highlights, and we move forward. So when you're faced with a situation, a roadblock or a detour, and your plan has to change or you have to fix something to get there, the first thing you do is you don't linger in it. You take five minutes, you be upset about it, and you make the decision, can I change it or not? And if the answer is yes, I can change it, then change it. But if the answer is no, then you get over it and you pick yourself up and you move in a direction that advances your cause and drives you to your goal. Now, that brings us to our second point. When you have when you have stopped being angry and upset and emotional over the roadblock or the detour, you have to find your focus. You need to look at your goals. You need to look at, at the things that you've hopefully put to paper saying, these are the things that we want to do. These are the places I want to be. And this is the time frame I want to be there. You look at those, you assess them and you focus on them because that is what's important, right? What's behind you doesn't matter anymore. What's behind you cannot be changed. What's in front of you is what matters. That's where you decide how you're going to handle the next step. So you find your focus. And if you, I'm going to take a second here and break off a little branch and kind of go a little different direction. And that is to say this, if you have not written down your goals, you are going back to a previous episode, you're sabotaging yourself. You will sabotage your success because if you don't have your goals written down, how are you going to track your progress? If you don't have a goal written down that you can look at and remember it verbatim, word for word, how do you track how close you are to it? You can't. So you need to go and get a paper and write those goals down. If you have to pause this episode, if you've got to pull over on the side of the road, you know, if you feel that it's that important, um, if you haven't done this, if you've neglected it and you don't think you'll remember later, then take the time right now to do that. All right. So... Going back on to track here, you have to find your focus. Step three, this one's going to take us a minute because this one is the, is the reroute. Have you, ever, have you ever used your GPS to get somewhere and uh, you make a wrong turn or, or you come up on a road that's closed and you, you turn to go on a detour and all of a sudden you hear your GPS say rerouting, rerouting. I used to have a droid. Um, I had one of the first like – 4G LTE uh, droid phones when it came out and we were in Seattle and our GPS kept trying to send us um, well we were trying to get to our destination and the GPS on the phone kept telling me to turn left at this particular corner but if I turned left at that corner it was going to take me onto an off ramp so I would literally be driving onto an off ramp the opposite direction of traffic so I would turn right and then all of a sudden, my GPS would start saying rerouting, rerouting, and it would try to reroute me back to that same point. So your GPS will reroute you. Now, sometimes it'll reroute you to the same point and it'll be bad, but sometimes it tries to find the, the new way that you can go 
and get you to your destination. So that's what you have to do here. You have to, um, you have to figure out what is your strategy for getting around this roadblock or dealing with this detour. And then you have to reroute yourself. We, um, we, we decided not too long after we found out the news about the, uh, the property that we're on that we, we needed to, to, to change our plan. Uh, we decided to go back to our plan A, which was to travel the U.S. in a travel trailer. So we rerouted back to plan A. But you have to figure out whatever it is, and then you have to move forward with it. And after you determine what you're going to do with that, you, you move forward. So you reroute your plan and then you keep heading towards your goals. So these all line up together, right? So three, you're rerouting your route because on step two, you focused on where you need to be. You, you, you've reestablished what your goals are and you can only do step three because you know your destination, if you don't do, if you don't know your destination, you can't reroute, right? So you have to do step number one, which is take your five minutes, be upset and get over it. Step number two, refocus on your goals. Look at what you are trying to accomplish and focus forward. And then step three, reroute yourself to head in that direction. Step four is imperative, because you don't want to fall behind on your goals, right? So very easily when you've been detoured or rerouted or, or you come upon a roadblock, right? It's so easy to lose momentum. And if you lose momentum and don't regain it, you may miss some of your goal marks. And that's not the end of the world, but it can also slow down then your morale and the other momentum you have going. So you need to take a minute after you've regained your focus and you've set your goals, you know, you re refocus on your goals and you've rerouted yourself. You need to take a minute and realize you need to hustle and you're going to move quickly and you're going to pick that momentum back up. And again, let's recap because if you don't deal with it and get over it, you can't focus on your goals. And if you don't focus on your goals, you can't reroute yourself. And if you don't reroute yourself, there's no point in picking up momentum just to hit a roadblock again. So after you rerouted, you regain your momentum and you catch up, you push forward. You put in the extra that it's going to take to get you caught up so that you maintain your goals list. Now, like I said, there are times when catching up may not happen, depending on how big of a setback you have, depending on what your roadblock or detour is, you may be postponed from doing things. And that's understandable. And that's part of then assessing your goals, right? Like looking at your goals and focusing forward and knowing where your limitations are and what you have to do. In Hal Elrod's case, the dude was in a coma, right? He was going through surgeries. He had all these issues. Uh, I mean, when you go look at his story and listen to his story, you'll see the things that he went through. There was no way he was going to stay on track and be back at work the next day. It wasn't happening. So there will be times when you can't just pick up and keep running and keep and maintain your goals and your timeline. So you have to reassess them. If you can catch up, 
catch up. If you can't reassess your goals and your focal points and adjust them as necessary and then bust butt and hustle. Here's the fifth one. And, and, and the fifth one is extremely important because everybody says hindsight is 2020, which is very true. You, you cannot see sometimes clearly when you're in the muck and the mire, it's not till you're out of it that you can look back and go, oh, okay, now I understand everything that happened. Also true is that you should not forget the past lest you be doomed to repeat it. So step five in this case is to review the situation, to take time and review the situation. Then put together a strategy and a plan for dealing with it if it happens again. Because here is the the kicker in all this is that we may try as we might to avoid conflict situations, roadblocks, and detours. But see, the thing is, is you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And you can't plan for every situation because you don't know every possible situation that can happen. I can tell you that I did not expect what happened to us to happen to us. And I was not prepared to go back to plan A. And again, I don't say back to plan A in a negative way, right? But we had left plan A and went to plan B. And we sold our travel trailer. We made preparations for the the farm and the house. And uh, now those preparations are gone and we're going back. So I've got to buy a travel trailer. So we have to reassess. We have to redo things. And I'm looking at the situation now going, well, if I were to find myself in this situation again, which I do not intend to do, but I will be prepared in case, what would I do differently? Well, maybe I wouldn't have sold my travel trailer. Maybe I would have kept it as a just in case. You know, I don't want to be so cautionary that I don't move forward, but I want to be prepared if something goes wrong. So in, in, in your situation, what can you do differently? When you f- face your roadblock or your detour, what are you going to do differently what are you going to focus on in, in that that you did that, that, that you can change in the future? Um, you know, some situations you just can't do anything about. In Hal El, wow. In Hal Elrod's case, there was, what could he do? He wasn't the person driving the car going the wrong way and drunk. I don't know what he could have done differently. That wasn't his fault. What would you do? But the situation you face may be something you can prepare for or plan for. If you get into a situation and you deal with it through these five steps and then number five, you review it, you are less likely to face it again because now you've been through it once. You know how to recognize the possibilities of it happening again. And as I'm saying, before it happens, it's it's difficult to, to, to put a... Uh, put a face to it to figure out what's going to happen or how to deal with it. You don't know what it's like until you've been through it. But once you go through it, don't squander that experience. Take that experience, no matter how negative it was, and look at it and evaluate it and go, okay, if I start to see these signs, that may lead to this result. Dissect it, figure it out. And that prevents you from dealing with it again. And I think If you, I really truly believe if you take these five steps, 
and you use them to get through and around your roadblocks and detours, you will find your track to success, your track to living your passion, much easier to recuperate, much easier to reroute, much easier to focus on and be successful at than if you try to you know, figure it out as you go. And that's why I wanted to share this with you today because this is no little matter. Your life can be changed in an instant. And it doesn't matter if it's a car accident, if it's cancer, if it's getting fired, if it's, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. If you do not have a plan to get through roadblocks and detours, you will slow yourself up and set yourself up for failure. And I, I would venture to say that if you don't implement a strategy system similar to this one or this one itself, you are setting yourself up for sabotage. You are self-sabotaging because when the crap hits the fan, regardless of the situation, you won't be prepared with a plan to deal with it. And again, this isn't a specific plan that deals with every single issue, but this is an outline to tell you where to go next. The five-minute rule, you deal with it. And you might be angry, you might be sad, you might be hurt. Who knows? But you have to know that there's a plan to deal with it, and that is to take your five minutes. Step number two, finding your focus. If you don't, if you're in the middle of muck and mire and you haven't gotten over it, you haven't taken your five minutes to deal with it and move on, you're not going to be ready to find your focus. You're not going to even be in the mindset to know to find your focus. That's why this outline helps. When you find your focus, you've got to get there. So you have to plan. You have to reroute yourself and plan for moving forward to those goals. After you've rerouted, you need to get moving. Now that your map is laid out, your goals are in sight, you need to hustle and move to get back on track and make it happen. And when you're up to speed and you're working on that pace and you're focusing on those goals and you are driving yourself forward to living your passion, you look back a little bit and you review and analyze what you went through so that you'll know how to deal with it if it comes up again. And that's it, my friends. That is the five steps to overcoming Live Your Passion R&D, the roadblocks and detours that will screw up your forward movement. That is how you deal with them. Now that we're through that, I want to take just a moment and thank you. Because as we've been developing and, and creating this podcast and we've seen our downloads go up and we've seen people who really have... Um, become part of this community, we want to know what we can do to further that relationship. We want to hear from you. And you can do that by going to our Facebook page at Live Your Passion Podcast. You can drop comments to us. You can send us messages. We are there to support you. And as time goes on, we will develop out that page to have more resources and information for those of you that are following this podcast. Starting next week, you can expect to hear a series of interviews with entrepreneurs, business owners, full-time travelers, 
and other people living their passion. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining us for the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, we definitely encourage you to come back for another one. Share with your friends our podcast. Help them to live their passion. And most importantly, stay in contact with us. Reach out to us. Use our website, www.goneen18.com. That's G-O-N-E-I-N-1-8.com. There's a contact form on there. You can send us questions that you might have or comments about the show. And you know what? You can also find all of our social media links there. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. They're all there for you to find. We hope you enjoy it. Check out the blog too while you're there. Why not? Hey, we'll see you next time.